Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now, all of this has to do with uh, doing the works, actually, that Jesus did. Because, you see, that's the way he did the works. Remember the text there in Acts 10, 38? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. We went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 1. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, you see, uh, here in this same 14th chapter of uh, John's Gospel, just a little later on in the chapter, we was reading the 12th verse there. Jesus said in the 16th verse, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, or another helper. See, while he was here, he was their helper. But he'll send you another helper. Even the spirit of, that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Then he said to King James translation, I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. I will not leave you helpless. Oh, praise God. Thank God we're not helpless. Another translation said, I'll not leave you orphans. We're not orphans. I will come to you. And in the power of the Spirit, thank God he does come to us. Now, in the 26th verse, he says, But the Comforter, the Helper, the Paraclete, you see, which is translated Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. See, here he very plainly tells us who this Comforter, another Comforter, Helper is. It is the Holy Ghost. But the Comforter, the Helper, the Paraclete, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Now then, in the, in the 15th chapter, it's very interesting, in the 15th chapter, and of course you understand that the Bible wasn't written in chapter and verses. Man did that to help us in reference. And what he's doing here actually is in the 15th chapter, just continuing uh, about what he was talking about in the 14th chapter. Now notice what he said in the 26th verse of the 15th chapter of John. But when the Comforter is come, this same Helper, same Holy Ghost that he was talking about, you see why he said, the works that I do, now notice, now notice the Comforter, the Helper, the Paraclete is in connection with this, that uh, verily, verily I send you the works that I do, he that believeth on me shall he do also because, here's why you'll do them, because I go unto the Father. That's why. And if I go to the Father, you see, I'm going to send you. Hallelujah. Same spirit I'm anointed with. Amen. The Holy Ghost, you see. All right, so here he said, this 26th verse, but when the Comforter is come, when the Helper, 
is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. And ye also shall bear witness, because ye have been with me from the beginning. Now in the 16th chapter, he has some more to say about. See, this is all because I go to the Father. In the 13th verse, how be it when he, the Spirit of truth, has come. He will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. So the Holy Ghost does speak, but he doesn't speak of himself. Whatever he hears, that's what he speaks. Whatever he hears Jesus say, whatever he hears the Father say, that's what he speaks. He shall speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and show it to you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I, that he shall take a mine and shall show it unto you. Now all of this has to do with uh, doing the works, actually, that Jesus did. Because, you see, that's the way he did the works. Remember the text there in Acts 10, 38? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Now you see, he said the same, in other words, when you sum it all up, the same Holy Ghost that I'm anointed with, I'm gonna send him to you. Praise the Lord. Now there is one exception. If you turn back to the third chapter of John's gospel, you'll notice this 34th verse here. John, actually John the Baptist is a bearing witness concerning Christ. And he said in this 34th verse, for he whom God has sent speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the spirit by measure unto him. For he giveth not the spirit by measure unto him. Now that implies that we have the spirit, that's the same Holy Ghost, by measure. I, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'm thoroughly convinced that uh, the whole body of Christ has this Holy Spirit in the same measure, but that not one individual member of that body would have. But thank God, the same measure, same measure, the, the same Spirit, praise God. Now then, Jesus then, if we are going to do the works that he did, let's stop and analyze just how he did the works. And as I said, there's something else there the Lord wants to bring out. I don't know what it is. I just got it down in my spirit. But uh, it comes under more or less two, two headings, and, and you can see that throughout the charismatic movement in Christendom. First, because he is anointed by the Holy Ghost or with the Holy Ghost. And it's by that spirit that he is doing these works. Then you see the Holy Spirit manifest himself through his ministry as the Spirit wills. Now you see, of course, 
we understand some things that people in Jesus' day or even in the Old Testament didn't understand because we've got further revelation in the New Testament. You see, we have in the 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians given to us a resume concerning the gifts of the Spirit and the manifestations of the Holy Ghost. And there he said, you know, that there are diversities of gifts. And he said, for to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge, by the same Spirit, and so on. And so you see the Holy Spirit manifesting himself through the ministry of Jesus. Remember now Jesus said, I can of myself do nothing. And so you'll see all of, the, of those uh, gifts of the Spirit or manifestations of the Spirit except tongues with interpretation manifested in the ministry of Jesus. For instance, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, the gift of special faith, the working of miracles, and gifts of healings and prophecy. And all through the Old Testament in the lives of prophets, and kings, and priests, you see the manifestation of those, the Holy Ghost manifests himself. In other words, that's nine ways that the Holy Ghost manifests himself. But you do not see tongues with interpretation of the Old Testament, nor do you see tongues with interpretation in the ministry of Jesus, because tongues with interpretation are distinctive of this Holy Ghost dispensation, you see, uh, which we are now living. Hallelujah. And so, the Holy Ghost would manifest himself. Now, the Lord, these manifest, these gifts of the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, you see, whom I'll send, you see, he manifests himself through us as the Spirit wills, not as we will. But now he may, out here, you see, those are manifested through us, then they're manifestations. But the same Spirit, because there's just one Spirit, may work out here in demonstrations. It's the same Spirit, you see, but he's demonstrating his power. When he's operating through us, he's manifesting his power. I believe in both manifestations and demonstrations of the power of God. You know, Paul talks about that in Corinthians. You might, you might just turn there if you wanted to and look at it just a moment. And you see that Paul makes mention of the fact that when he preached to them there, in 1 Corinthians, my speech and my preaching, the fourth verse of the second chapter, was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration. Of the Spirit and a power, that your faith shall not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now, in the fifth chapter of John's Gospel, we have a demonstration of God's healing power. See, it didn't come through Jesus. God sent an angel down from heaven and troubled the water. Amen. See, that demonstrates God's power, doesn't it? Now, angels don't have any healing power. Amen. You know that as well as I do. But you see, God saw fit to do that. I mean, the scripture just said, here is that the pool of Bethesda, Bethesda, there are five porches full. Hawk, main, blind, so on and so forth. Waiting. For a certain season, in other words, in our way of talking, in other words, ever so often, this angel would come down and trouble the water. And like I said, uh, 
He couldn't have come on any kind of a schedule because if he did, there wouldn't have been a need of them being out there every day. We just came every first Tuesday. Well, like that just be on necessarily be out there on Tuesday. You know, like down in East Texas, on they have some trade days on first Monday. Well, there's no use going on second Monday. There's nobody there. Or third Monday or fourth Monday, if it's ever first Monday. And you go and there's, there's the farmers bring stuff, you know, and so on and so forth. And some of those things have been built up into quite big affairs. Well, now, see, if the angel came every first Tuesday, well, there's no use of going any other day because he's not going to come anyhow. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I have a tremendous package for you on finances. Obedience and finances by my dad, how God taught me about prosperity by dad, and biblical keys to financial prosperity by my dad, Kennedy Hagan, in my book, Overflow, living li- uh, above life's, life's limits. limits. You know, a lot That's of people right. are limited, and you're limited by your finances. That's right, you, you can't are. Do it. So, hey, we can oh, we can live in the overflow. Now, I want you to get a hold of these because they're going to change the way you do things. Yes. They're going to change your thinking. They're going to change your outlook on, on, on prosperity. Yes. So, hey, I want you to get a hold of these because they are important and they will help you to have a better life. That's right. And, and God wants you to have a better right. life. That's right. And, you know, the retail value of that is $28.80 and we are offering them for $19.95. Oh, that's a good, that's, that's a almost good, $9 off. That's $8.85 right. that's cents off. It oh, my is. goodness. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Brother Hagen. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.